goal right now for the Bitcoiners is to spread Bitcoin far and wide, especially to third world countries, especially to people that, you know, um, I don't like to use this language, but they consider oppressed, right? Especially to poor countries, non-white countries. This is what they're doing right now is they're trying to spread Bitcoin to all these other countries. And what have we seen happen with El Salvador? They first started with El Salvador. They convinced the president there to buy a bunch of Bitcoin using basically this country's, you know, taxpayer dollars. Um, because who is ultimately paying for the Bitcoin that this Buke Kelly guy, this president of El Salvador is buying? The people that live there in this country, of course. And, you know, I saw Selgin, George Selgin, I believe is his first name, he's a professor. Anyways, on Twitter yesterday, talking about how this was a horrible decision, and um, I think he called it out in the beginning too. Um, the force, forceful nature of it. It's fine if uh, if um, people want to adopt Bitcoin on their own, but it's not okay if it's done through the state, through some kind of politician, dictator, if you will, uh, pushing Bitcoin on its people that don't really want it. This was at the behest and bidding of the Bitcoiners, of course. So. Um, he's calling out the fact that this wasn't voluntary and that the Bitcoiners were celebrating these legal tender laws, that they are celebrating, you know, the president of El Salvador buying Bitcoin, putting it on its nation's balance sheet. Um, so, uh, and he was saying that, you know, yesterday he was basically saying, hey, I, you know, I was right. There's no way a poor nation like this should have risked, risked their their capital on on Bitcoin. It's a volatile asset. This is the last thing a country who is in debt, who depends on the generosity of like the third, the first world countries, like to bail them out. Um, this country is not a very rich country. They don't even have their own currency because they're so irresponsible. And this is just another example of their irresponsibility, and that they should probably having their own currency will never work out for them because they'd be so reckless with it. If you Kelly could just print a bunch of dollars to buy Bitcoin, uh, obviously he would, right? He was doing this uh, when they didn't even have their own currency to print, but, but dollars that they've been lent right from, from nice nations, right? Nice world world, first world nations who actually, in my opinion, the United States should never be giving any foreign government money, <clears throat> but especially one so corrupt as uh, Buke Kelly, right? as El Salvador. So, uh, people already are remitting from our country to theirs, right? They're exporting, um, uh, dollars that they earn here. And, and basically this country, they survive at least a fourth of their GDP apparently is from the United States. Uh, people just sending money back. It's just a wealth, wealth transfer. Um, so in my mind, uh, uh, this country had no business buying Bitcoin and who should be responsible for this? Yes, Buke Kelly, this nation, right? That This nation is so corrupt and their people, I guess, are so weak, right? That they can't like overthrow this Buke Kelly guy. I mean, you know, how, how, it, at some point dictatorships collapse because the people get fed up with them and they're just non-sustainable in themselves. So, but I guess they can last for quite a long time, um, you know, until this happens. But, uh, but yeah, like these, I guess the, you know, I don't think the people are very happy with their decatur, but, um, they should be even more pissed at the Bitcoin pumpers 
who basically uh, uh, applauded what Buke Kelly was doing in this foreign country. And, you know, this just goes to show you that the Bitcoiners have absolutely zero standards. They are greedy as, you know, I don't want to really curse here, but they are super, super greedy. And they have absolutely no principles. Um, I don't know if some of them have actually convinced themselves that this is actually good, that Bitcoin is good for these countries, right? But even if they do think Bitcoin is good, they have to realize that like convincing other countries that are highly, highly poor, um, that, that are under sort of a, a dictatorship rule, um, that this isn't really a good thing for them. That they're, they're massively poor. They don't really have money to gamble on Bitcoin. I think even Bitcoiners can see that Bitcoin's volatile and that um, you should basically uh, just get in and hold. Well, poor people can't, they don't really have extra funds to do this with or gamble with. Uh, they need to have something stable. That's why they chose the dollar over their own currency, which they sort of knew that they would just naturally inflate because they're like 10 year olds and they can't manage their own uh, money. So um, the Bitcoiners, in my opinion, most of them know, know this. And they did it anyways. And, and what are they doing now? So why is no one, why is the media not calling out these Bitcoin bros on this failed experiment? Why aren't they targeting and, and saying in the news who is responsible for convincing El Salvador, you know, to buy Bitcoin? Who are the main people who are responsible? Whoever started this Bitcoin beach project, but it was more than just him, right? And who, who had their grimy little fingers, you know, all over President Bukele? Who bribed him? You know, was it Max Kaiser? Was it Samson Mao, who's doing nation state building of Bitcoin? Basically, he's trying to, you know, take this playbook and, and push it all over the world. You know, Central, the Central Republican of Africa, whatever this country is called that nobody's heard about. I mean, all these countries in Africa, all these countries in, in like, basically the third world, they're trying to get to, to dump their bags on. Like, and they're trying to do it by force. Like, this is what really pisses me off about these Bitcoin bros is that, they don't, they see like organic adoption not really happening. They see organic adoption failing for them, or at least not going fast enough. So now they're for, trying to force it on states. They're trying to uh, bribe politicians in other countries and even, even the United States. Um, I do care about other countries, but I, of course I care about what's going on in my own country much more. Um, and so maybe I'm a little bit more focused on, you know, who the senators are that are being bribed here. But I do care to the extent that uh, these other countries are getting railroaded by these Bitcoin pumpers. And I do think that these people should be targeted. Now, there's a lot of bad people in El Salvador, right? There's a lot of bad people. And I'm actually surprised these guys haven't been because they've been going to El Salvador. People know who they are. You kind of stand out if you're a white guy, right? You're tall, you're white. Um, they kind of know you're a Bitcoin bro. Like, I'm surprised that the gangs haven't been all over this. Like, And I'm not suggesting anybody... Uh, commit a crime here, but I would be scared. And I asked this question once to some Bitcoiners, aren't you scared to go there? I mean, isn't the gang crime bad? And now that they know that you've wrecked their country with Bitcoin, um, you know, you'd be like a target, right? Wouldn't you want to get the hell out of there? Uh, they didn't seem really to care. So I was surprised by that. But, you know, a lot of these um, third world countries, there's a lot of violent people. You know, and I'd be really, really, really concerned if I was a Bitcoiner, especially if I was the one that convinced, you know, the local leader or bribed him basically to 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 go for Bitcoin, like to, to announce that they're going to go buy Bitcoin with the state money to announce that they're going to um, use it as legal tender. You know, and this, in my mind, is an attack on the country.
you know, this is like a war because even though it's a financial, it deals with finance, I would consider this a financial war. If somebody, if I was an El Salvadorian and, you know, they tax you there, right? I'm a local citizen. I'm a Salvadorian. Um, and my, my president is basically buying Bitcoin hand over fist with like state money, right? Taxpayer money. Um, and wrecking the country and wrecking it even further. And like the, the state's not able to, to meet their debt obligations that they've been lent, right? From other foreign countries because they bought a bunch of Bitcoin that, and they've lost on this Bitcoin. I'd be really pissed. This is an act. And I would see this aggression from all the Bitcoin pumpers and all the Bitcoin bros that came to my country and buddied up to the president. I blame the president. Yes. But I'm also going to blame these Bitcoin bros and I'm going to treat this as an act of war. And now they have um, their target, right? So they're, if I, this is just, I'm just, I'm just um, off the cuff here, pretending like I'm an El Salvadorian. I consider them an enemy of the state. And, and, you know, you're just one individual Bitcoiner. Um, I guarantee you, even though El Salvador is a poor country, right? They've got the resources to come and get you, right? If you, if they really wanted your head, they got you. Like they're going to find out where you are. And they're going to take you back to their country and do whatever the hell they want to do with you. Like you're, you basically wrecked their country. And you know what? I don't condone violence, but I would understand their anger. And I would totally think that they'd be capable of something like this. If you have gone to a foreign country and you are persuading foreign heads of state that they should adopt Bitcoin, you better realize that if this doesn't work out for this country, if this doesn't make them rich, if this doesn't even live up to their expectations, you might be a dead man. Like you might be considered a criminal in their mind, right? A war criminal and somebody that the probably if they go through the proper channels, if they said, Hey, you know, United States, you have a war criminal. This guy came over to our country, bribed a politician. You need to hand him over to us. Would the United States do that? Maybe not because you're a U.S. citizen. Um, would they punish the guy here? Probably not, right? I, I mean, maybe not, but uh, that doesn't mean that, that somebody, you know, we've got open borders here. That doesn't mean that somebody from, from the Central African Republic can't, can't slip over here and figure out where you are, right? I would be very, very afraid if I were you. And I don't think the Bitcoiners have really thought this through because, you know, what I would advocate is a nonviolent solution to this this swindle, this problem, right? This is basically a fraud uh, a con by these Bitcoin pumpers of these nation states. Not only have you conned like one person, you're conning entire nations, right? You're, you're basically saying this is an act of war. I'm a one man Bitcoin pumper and I'm taking on an entire third world country where people don't really respect the rule of law, right? You're, you're, you're really taking a big gamble here with your life, your family. I'm just trying to warn you. Like, I'm just trying to stop you from doing this stuff because you're committing a crime against these entire nations of people. You're committing a fraud. Fraud is a type of theft. And if you do this to a country, like if, 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 if Saudi Arabia were to steal from the United States, um, we could bomb them legitimately because they're basically committing a crime against us. And when you commit a crime against us, we might retaliate. We might go to war with somebody. It depends on how big the crime is. Now, 
people don't think of financial crimes as crimes, but they really are. And they can precipitate some really bad stuff in a, into a country. They can precipitate um, shortages of food. They can c- precipitate a nation's collapse where another violent dictator could take over. There's all kinds of bad things that can happen if you financially ruin a country. And suggesting that a third world country, uh, you know, buy a bunch of Bitcoin with their with their capital resources, with their basically taxpayers' resources, can can lead to really bad stuff. And and if you're a Bitcoiner pumping this stuff and snuggling up to these basically foreign dictators in these really shithole countries, um, you better be prepared um, to, to have the consequences. Now, I, I suggest, again, the rule of law. If you've committed fraud, I think that you should be charged and you should be fined and maybe even imprisoned. I don't think you should be killed. But, you know, these third world countries, the people that if they do understand what you've done to them in their countries, you know, they might be a little bit more, uh, you know, they're third world, right? They're not going to really respect the rule of law. They're just going to get you, smack you around and do no God knows what to your family. Um, they're not going to respect the rule of law. They don't really have court set up. You are really taking a gamble when you travel to a third world nation and you start telling them to buy Bitcoin, right? And then it goes, all goes to shit. Um, you should be, you should be forced to make them whole, but how can, of course you make a whole nation whole? I don't know. Uh, but you, I'm just, I'm just saying that, that this could go really south really quickly for a lot of these Bitcoin pumpers and they better watch the hell out what they're doing. They, I mean, they really better be real careful. I mean, there's a lot of bad people in this world and there's a lot of people that can't control their emotions. They can't control their anger. And a lot of these people tend to be from the third world. They don't really have the rule of law. They haven't given this power um, of revenge, right? I'm going to get back at you an eye for an eye. They just settle the scores themselves. They haven't really given this up to the state, maybe because the state's corrupt, maybe because they don't believe the state can get them justice. But I'm guarantee you, and I've talked about this before, people get justice one way or another. They either give it, they, the best way to get it is to, to say, we're going to have a court of law. We're going to have rule of law in this country. We're going to have a court system. And if you wrong me, if you fraud, defraud me, I can basically sue you. You'll be fined. Maybe you'll even be criminally prosecuted and thrown, thrown in jail. In my opinion, um, all these Bitcoin pumpers who are going to these third world countries and wrecking them to telling them buy Bitcoin, it's good for the poor. Um, if it doesn't work out for these countries, these people should be personally fine, lose all their wealth and also be thrown in jail. You know, and that's much better. Right. I want this to happen in a court of law. That's much better than a bunch of thugs coming after you and your family, um, you know, because you, re- you wrecked their country, you wrecked their lives. Maybe the country is destroyed. Um Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So I, I definitely, I definitely am for a peaceful solution. But um, are we really going to see a court of law between the Central African Republic people uh, um, and, and and pumpers from the United States? Are they really going to be able to have a, some kind of international court system where they can basically put these Bitcoin pumpers on trial uh, and get them to pay up, right, and then get them to get them maybe prosecuted and thrown in jail? Um, perhaps maybe that won't work out, right, and maybe. And maybe, um, maybe they'll figure out another way to get their justice. And I'm just saying, you, I'd be very, very careful of who you piss off, right? You don't want to piss off um, a bu- like a whole country, right? So if you if you just defraud a few people in the United States, you know, no one's going to come after your family, right? They're just going to sue you in court of law because we're a first world country. But if you piss off a lot of thugs, well, just a lot of poor, poor oppressed people, you know, poor people in a third world country where they don't respect the rule of law and corruption is everywhere and murder is, uh, is very easy to do. And, you know, it's just taking vengeance, um, or revenge. 
normal way of life, uh, I'd be very, really, really worried if I were a Bitcoiner. Uh, because these third world countries do not respect the rule of law. And if you've been pumping and shilling Bitcoin and, and snuggling up to these dictators in these third world countries, if it doesn't work out, uh, they're going to want you to make them whole. And they might even come after you, you know, and if, you, if you're not going to do this in a court of law, if they f- can't figure it out, right? These are, these are people that might come after you. So I would just be very, very worried um, who, you're, who you're shilling to, who you're conning. Um, if you're conning a lot of people in third world countries, uh, you, you may want to rethink that.